I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set... In a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war, I'm Jenna Stieber, and I play Astra Buffet, adult half-elf oracle, who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny effort resource while paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar, playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our glorious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? Doing great. I made a lot of snacks for tonight's recording. They're all themed around the podcast. Mm. So I've got, <laughs> like, bruschetta. I've got some tea sandwiches <laughs> and, like, a mini quiche. <laughs> In what way are those themes for the <laughs> podcast? Justin? I was like, those sound great, but <laughs> oh, they're all finger foods. Um. <laughs> 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 this guy. <laughs> that was really good, Justin. I like that one. It was a good setup. You really got me on the hook. Oh, I mean, Astra's at a 10. Astra's at a full <laughs> tilt. <laughs> She's panicked trying to find Patty, especially, but also just anyone. And... More than anything, she's convinced that this motherfucker took her eye teeth because I specifically <laughs> said it was the canines. And who but a vampire would take such a thing? Okay. Oh, All right. Uh, Astra's convinced. Yeah, she's just going to get as fast as possible, going to find anyone in her party. <laughs> so you guys each have your own bedrooms, but you are able to meet up at a specific one if you were trying to connect. Which one is the best furnished? <laughs> I think they're probably pretty identical. Okay. Maybe subconsciously they favor Zelf. Mm. Ah, battle chef solidarity. <laughs> a little gravitas in Zelf's room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Astra will, will burst through. She'll knock the door open so it hits the wall. <laughs> and, uh, assuming anybody else is there. Zelf and Johnny are there. They're debriefing, as in they're talking about what they discovered. Right. Zelf, so, like, Johnny. urges? No. Like, I don't. Whoa. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about, stop it. <laughs> Unimportant. You will not believe what I found. This is a red alert, and that is a little bit of a pun, which you'll understand in a moment. Because. <laughs> 
I think Alec Vilnet might be a vampire. What? Okay, okay. Can we make sure the door's closed? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I did not double check. Zelf is going to walk behind her, make sure no one's in the hallway. This is why Zelf's the investigator. <laughs> I was snooping as you knew we were going to do. I was rifling and I found this cool locked box and I couldn't get it open but I took a little peek inside with my fingies and what did I see but a bunch of bags of blood. Ew. Ah, Patty. Oh, God, were you here the whole time? <laughs> yeah, just being real sneaky still. Don't mind me. <laughs> he didn't cast a reflection in the mirror, and I'm pretty certain. Oh, my God. Right? I think that means he's a vampire. Also, Aaron Starsinger was there, Ugh. and she was being a total beehole. She's always a total beehole. <laughs> also, he had to have stolen my teeth, right? Because it's, it's my canines, and that's like the vampire tooth. What do we, do we do something about this, or is it okay? Am I overreacting? <laughs> just we all just staring at her yeah absolutely absolutely self is thinking he's thinking about vampires hmm. i will say briefly blood and mirror aside you guys did see alec in the daylight earlier that day i was gonna ask about that yeah <laughs> astra astra latches onto the positive evidence and ignores the negative <laughs> evidence what does self know about vampires can i make a knowledge religion check yeah I took this last time I leveled. (laughs) Vampire knowledge. I'm also going to roll that, yeah. Yeah, I was just about to ask for that. I don't know anything about that. Oh, hello, (sighs) Zelf. Yeah, uh, I happened to get a 20 on that for a total of 28. I got a 26. Wow, two great rules. So knowledgeable. Yeah, we're real vampireologists over here. Ooh, yeah. Got a 21. Nice. Pathfinder vampires are strictly evil creatures. They cannot go out in the sun without dying. Interesting. They must suck blood. They're driven to it, lest they like go into a like a bloodlust and become weak and crazy. Interesting. Uh, they do not have a reflection. Pretty classic vampire stuff. Uh, holy water crosses or holy symbols in this case. We talked to Alec earlier this evening, and he confessed that the beast was responsible for what happened to Nipip. He also said that the beast might not be under its own power. Are there any stories about like vampire mind mind control? I don't know if that's something that exists in Pathfinder. Definitely. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much like a guarantee with Pathfinder vampires that they have some uh, amount of like domination. Yeah, thrall abilities. Yeah. You know, guys, when I was doing my snooping, I found some interesting receipts for something that the Countess has been buying from the Hunter's Guild. I wonder if it could be some kind of vampire suppression treatment or something like that. Or a vampire encouragement treatment. Oh, that too. See, I was thinking she was being nice, but I mean, you can't trust these people. I mean, the fact that like (laughs) there's bags of blood like there, like rather than like bodies, like I think that could be like a step up, right? Like, you know, I just like don't really want to believe, you know, that like Alec is like willingly like killing all these people like an evil vampire or something. Like, I don't know. When you were talking to him, Johnny, did you get the feeling that he was evil? I mean, no. I'm just asking for, like, a gut check. Yeah, no, like, I, no. Okay. Well, he, like, fences. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. Solid guy. 
Justin, yeah. based on the receipts that Patty found, uh, A, does he recognize the name of the person that the countess was uh, corresponding with? And B, can mm. he make any guesses about what it might have been based on price? Yeah, so you do know Nackless. Uh He is the guild master, stand-up guy. He kicked all of the people out for all their evil works. Things that the Hunter's Guild would be able to provide are not really necessarily like spell casting type of things sure. for like turning somebody into a vampire or stopping somebody from turning into a vampire. Okay. Getting bags of blood would be more something that the Hunter's Guild would be able to achieve. Oh, of course. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, we could confront Alec again now that we know this, or we could just keep that in mind and go hunt down the beast. Well, we can't do that tonight. We've got the factory. Boy, our schedule is packed all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, how close is it to to midnight at this point? Um, it's it's post dinner. I would say two or three hours. Okay, so we have time oh if we wanted to if we wanted to shake down Alec again. I'm so curious about his vampireness. I'm willing to <laughs> circle back. I love that you guys just had this conversation with him, and like an hour later, we're all gonna storm into his room and be like, "So you're God, a vampire." One more thing. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah, truly. It's just really. <laughs> Astra, you asked, and you're not overreacting. I think you're reacting just the right amount <sighs> because a lot of crazy things have just been happening. One after another. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that because sometimes weird things happen and you guys take it so chill. But I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad at least this one time we're on the same page. Let's really turn the screws on him now that we've got screws. Johnny, we're going to need you to really bring your paladin of Gavilan authority to this one. What? Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I don't you're, you're the expert. Well, I, I mean, like, we're just asking him questions, right? Like, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It won't escalate. We're just asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> Let's all go say hi to Alec. I'll say more than that to him. <laughs> Mark my words. Uh, is he back in his room? Yeah, he was in his room last you saw him. Are you going to intimidate him? What What is the plan? Oh, you think I have a plan? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bust yeah. through the door. That's the plan. <laughs> the plan is to see if he's there and then to wing it. Perfect. Justin, before we go to Alex's room, I want to cast a heightened awareness spell. Uh, I want to make sure that it doesn't seem like anyone's around who would see us yeah. stalking through the house and or confronting people who live here. Uh, so in the, uh, the right hand panel in forge yeah can you see one that says ley line magic uh if you want to click on that and roll that this is incredible (laughs) oh man all right i'm gonna read to you guys what it says i have a new condition called ley line magic i love it It says after absorbing the arcane magic from the ley line (gasps) zelf's cooking has become inconsistent Uh whoever eats zelf's magic meals including zelf is considered the caster and then i roll on the table Oh, I love tables. I love when spells have tables. Hell yeah. Random magic. I rolled 77. An instrument appears adjacent to the caster as the spell summon instrument. (laughs) Does that mean a cooking instrument or a playable instrument? Uh, This is a bard spell, so it's something to use for performances. (laughs) I love this. Great. (laughs) Tries to cast a spell and here's a banjo. <laughs> 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 
I don't have any musical skill. Justin, what instrument appears? Well, you can play spoons. <laughs> Is it a xylophone? <laughs> <laughs> As you start to prepare, uh, I believe this is uh, espresso, right? Oh, yeah. It's my hand-pumped shot. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that even though you're not like constantly brimming with the pink energy like directly after the ley line, you find that you are still experiencing the same weird side effects. The actual cup of espresso turns out delicious, but as you are pouring it into the cup to drink it, I'm going to go with Caitlin's, a a banjo like forms (laughs) out of the liquid, like bounces off of the cup uh, and like clatters to the ground at your feet, spilling some coffee everywhere as it happens. Twanging loudly. Yeah, discordant twang as it hits the ground. Zelf, why did you make a banjo? I thought we might need one. Okay. No, that's not right. Where did the banjo come from? Uh, If you guys could only know how hard my brain is working right now trying to come up with a vampire banjo pun. Uh, (laughs) Wait, I've got one. I think vampires are more used to heartstrings, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, should we take the banjo with us? We'd better. We don't want to leave any traces. Okay. <laughs> I think a banjo would be more confusing of a trace to leave than nothing. But yeah, let's take it. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are able to go down the hall to Alex's room. Banjo in tow. Yeah, carrying your banjo. You see that the light is on inside. Uh, you hear him moving around. Astra is going to bust in and find Alec and stand before him and tear away the veil that she's been wearing all night and expose (laughs) the horrible gaps in her mouth where her two teeth should be and say, why did you take my teeth, vampire? (laughs) Oh, there's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) That's not something vampires do. (laughs) Alec is dumbstruck. He jumps backwards just from you guys bursting into his bedroom and then confronted with your your missing teeth. He stares wide-eyed for a second and then he kind of looks over at the other three of you hoping for some sort of explanation. <laughs> Patty's just going to glare because, I mean, as far as she knows, this is the beast of Mjolnir who's been preying upon the poor of the city and he is not on her favorite people list right now. <laughs> All right. All right, all right. Before we get ahead of ourselves, let's just see if we can reproduce what Astra saw. Alec, I need you to come with me into this restroom. Yeah. (laughs) Get him, Zelf. (laughs) Alec continues to stare at Astra, but he does go with you towards the bathroom. He says, what's going on, Zelf? I don't understand. Well, Alec... We live in dangerous times, and there are so many uncertainties in the world, you know. And I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt that even though you told us that you couldn't tell us everything, you at least told us everything that was immediately relevant. But ultimately, it's on us to decide if that's true. Can I have you stand in front of the mirror? Just so. Oh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) He shakes his head. No. He's like, why? I'm, I'm fine where I'm at. I told you. Alec, I need you to stand in front of the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> is it time to make a check? Yeah, a strength check. <laughs> uh, no, Astro will try to intimidate him. Uh, well, let me roll it, and then then I'll come up with something good or bad to have had said. <laughs> okay, well, she rolled an 11. Without her two eye teeth, she just doesn't strike a very alarming figure, I think. She'll just be like, get in front of that mirror, you, or else I'll... I won't bite you because I can't because you took my teeth. But boy, you'll regret not standing in front of that mirror for sure. He holds up his hands. He's like, I promise I didn't steal your teeth. I I honestly don't know what you're talking about with the teeth. <laughs> uh, so I happen to have one remaining potion of detect undead. I am going to quaff that. Oh. Great. And see if there are any undead present. Amazing. That's a good call. Interesting. So you see something incredibly bizarre self you see when you look at him a fluctuating aura he's not undead he's not quite a a true living person either one second he reads as one the next second he reads as the other it's kind of malleable and shifting that's fucking weird that's wild interesting does that mean like he's in the process of like becoming undead God. Oh man, I like that. Yeah. Well, Zelf is going to take Alec by his monogrammed pajamas collar and say, <laughs> Alec, we can only help you if you're honest with us. Why are you half undead? <sighs> he takes a deep breath and he can kind of tell that you guys know enough that he can't really <laughs> hide. <laughs> and he sits down on his bed and he says, I, I honestly don't understand it myself but something happened to me in the arrow peak dungeon oh no and i wasn't bit by a vampire oh but i just started becoming like a vampire i have these weird cravings and i don't have a reflection anymore wait 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 were you bitten by a greasy goth (laughs) (laughs) he says no no nothing like that Hmm. i just started having these strange side effects in some ways, like I think it's good because I think it helped me survive the corpsanthemum. But on the downside, like I really have these horrible urges. Oh, Alec, that sounds really hard. And are those strange urges why you took my teeth? <laughs> you can tell me. I, I don't even think that's a vampire thing. I, if it is, I, I don't have it yet. It's okay. You know, it's okay. You've, you've unburdened your half dead soul, and that's really good. I don't know why you continue to lie about this one thing. He's kind of exasperated, and he, he looks at himself for help. I was thinking. <laughs> I rolled sense motive and I got an 18, so I'm gonna I'm gonna allow Astro to believe him. <laughs> he just doesn't know. Patty is still not convinced that he's not out here slaughtering the less fortunate. So even though Astro's <laughs> backing off, she is not backing off at this point. <laughs> Time to swap. <laughs> she's gonna put her hands on her hips and she's gonna yes. bare her little front buck teeth. Oh. And she's gonna say, You listen here, vampire. I wanna know why. <laughs> You think you're entitled to go around in your fancy monogram pajamas and oppress the working class of Mjolnir. <laughs> Poor Alec. I, I swear, like, wh- whatever I can do to prove to you that it wasn't me, I, I-, I will. But I, 
I'm not the beast of Mjolnir. I haven't killed anybody because my mom ha- has been buying me blood. Have you ever had periods that you can't account for? I mean, blackouts, Alec, and not the kind that alcohol give you. He, he says only once when I first got back from Arrow Peak, but luckily I, I didn't hurt anybody. Hmm. Hmm. Are people just going into the dungeons and coming out half undead? This feels like a really big oversight, right? I think if they were, we'd know about it. I mean, we know that the Adventures Guild has not exactly been uh, on the up and up with keeping things top shape down there in the dungeon, so you never know what's been happening right under their nose. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a good point, Patty. Like, join the guild, get killed. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> get <laughs> vampilled. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's been vampilled. Does anybody have knowledge nature? Because I'm curious if the corpse flower could do a thing like this. Oh, it is named corpse flower. Right? I don't have knowledge nature. I don't. Well. Oh, my God. My God. (laughs) That's two 20s in a row. Another 20. I'm using up all my luck for the night. (laughs) On knowledge rolls, which is the worst. Yeah, right. (laughs) Knowledge about vampires and flowers. That's a 29 on knowledge nature. You're confident that it doesn't have anything to do with the corpse anthemum. And you believe a story that he wasn't bit by a vampire. Getting bit by a vampire doesn't look like this. So you believe that it's some sort of, like, corruption, Zelf. This is not the vampire way. Right. Well, he has some kind of undead affliction that's making him bloodthirsty and keeping him from reflecting in mirrors. But it doesn't fit the classic clues of being bitten by a vampire. It's some other kind of curse or affliction. It's like the original curse of the vampire. There's an original? Rather than like by another vampire. It's like dark magics turn him into a vampire. So it's like a curse. Hmm. Right? Like, hmm. I don't know. Like vampire lore, like there's like a whole like God, like, you know, that has to do with like vampires and stuff like that. And so like, but it's not really stuff I know about personally. Okay, but a curse, that makes sense. Johnny, when you start talking about this, it, you see a change in Alec. <laughs> and he goes and just starts to uh, like brush his teeth uh, in the bathroom, keep himself busy. I am going to have the four of you make a will save. Uh-oh, what? Uh-oh, what? It feels like we're not really the will save kind of party. Ooh, spooky shit. <laughs> We're all going to die before we can even go to the candy factory. Oh, no. I can't die without my teeth. <laughs> I have to have a closed casket. Roll the natural 20. Yeah, I also crushed my will save for a 22. <laughs> I got a somewhat respectable 13. Uh, nice. I got a 26. <sighs> we did pretty good on that one. Yeah, thank this God. This vampire stuff is all of y'all's wheelhouse, not Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah. Uh, so he goes into the bathroom, starts brushing his teeth. Uh, what do you want to do? Oh, man. That's the problem is if somebody doesn't fail the will check, we don't know what it was about. <laughs> I mean, Caitlin might have. Um, there was no Justin flavor text about what happens to Patty, so I don't know. <laughs> Could be being sneaky. Astra wants to peek in and just for curiosity's sake, see if Alec is looking at his lack of reflection while he brushes his teeth. <laughs> 
I just like don't know how to de-escalate this confrontation that we started. We burst in. We were very intimidating. We very easily shook all the information out of him. And now I don't really know what to do with the information. Yeah, we can't just light this room on fire and then bail. (laughs) Well, we shouldn't. I mean, that's... We could, but we shouldn't. We're keeping our eye on you, I guess. Is that it? <laughs> Have, like, you know, you and your mom, like, sought, like, help from, like, church or something? Because, you know, this is pretty serious, right? Like, I would probably, like, talk to a priest. My mom and I have decided that it's best that nobody knows about this until we can, you know, find a cure for it. Is your mom looking for a cure? Yeah, she's been quietly trying to to figure out if anybody else has ever experienced anything like this before oh dude then how about this i'll just go ask because they don't know (laughs) i'm connected to you right so like theoretically (laughs) if i had some questions about kind of a vampire (laughs) he's like i i appreciate it but i i don't think that that's a good idea like the the less people that know about it the better but we're super discreet though you can trust us (laughs) <laughs> we say after busting into his bedroom. <laughs> Johnny and Astra standing at the entry to the bathroom. You guys hear weird like tapping noises and then like Ooh. scratching uh, following it. Nobody else seems to notice it at all. Astra wants to try to pinpoint where those tapping sounds are coming from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do that too. Is it just going to be a thing where like both Johnny and Astra kind of wander off? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They go on opposite circuits around the room and then they both wind up at the same spot and they look at each other. (laughs) Can you hear this? Yeah. The two of you move deeper into the bathroom towards the the door on the opposite side. Uh, And as you do, you hear shuffling, like somebody moving quickly away from you. Mm-hmm. I fucking bet. I've got a spell for this. It's called Glitter Dust, son. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> this is a, a Pathfinder classic. A cloud of golden particles covers everyone and everything in the area. Creatures to become blinded and visibly outlining invisible things for the duration of the spell. All within the area are covered with the dust, which cannot be removed and continues to sparkle until it fades. I'm so excited to use this spell. It's just an explosion of glitter. It genuinely is. Are you saying you think that Alec turned invisible to escape us? No, that there is somebody. Someone else is here. Someone's eavesdropping and knows Alec's secret now. Yes. The glitter settles. Yes. And reveals the forms of Aaron Starsener and Shyla, the ASMR bard. (laughs) Little bitches, I knew they were sneaking around. (laughs) Uh, Oh, well, look what we have here. Not a rat. I was going to say you were a rat, but that seems rude, (laughs) given present company. Thank you. (laughs) Two little sneaky toes is what we've got here. (laughs) Sneaky toes. Johnny, grab them. Yeah, okay. I like Grabs with them. <laughs> so, good to see you again. So polite. <laughs> hey, wait, real quick. One of the side effects of glitter dust is to make a will saver be blinded. Do they make a save? Oh. Because it's like a flash bomb. It, it, it like is, shoots glitter yeah. right in their eyes. Like, 
I think I, I can argue that I was shooting it up in the air so that the flash went upwards, but the the glitter kind of spread out in a, in a fountain. <laughs> okay. What are you doing sneaking around here all invisible? Don't you know that's an easy way to get tripped? What are you guys doing breaking into the room of a young lord? <laughs> We're friends. Wait, Astra hurriedly puts her veil back down. It's none of your business anyway. I mean, what you're doing is worse. I'll be all invisible and sneaky like whatever. She says, I knew that you guys were up to no good showing up here, trying to impress Commander Valentine. I'm on to you guys. We were invited. Yeah, no, we're totally invited because we have a history with Alec. We met him at the Arrow Peak Dungeon where like, you know. He was in trouble. We saved him. So yeah. <laughs> way more than either of you accomplished at the Arrow Peak Dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I do forget when we did poison them. Okay, well that's on us. Uh, Patty got her dig in. That's all she has to offer. <laughs> Just what did you hear anyway? Also, why are you here? Like, why are you spying on him? We weren't spying on Alec. We were spying on the four of you because we thought that Count Vilnant needs to know what you guys are doing, sneaking around his house, breaking into rooms, going through his personal belongings. Oh, so you work for Count Vilnant. She's like, well, technically, I don't work. You know, I'm uh, more of an entertainer. (laughs) (laughs) About to do a private performance for the queen. So, you know, my loyalty is... Patty just makes a gagging sound. (laughs) (laughs) I I really don't know what to do about these chumps. I mean, I regret that more people have learned about Alex's vampirism, but I guess it's fine since they're kind of in with the family. Well, I mean, they could be in danger because they're going to go report what they've heard, right? Like, Yeah, maybe. But there's nothing really I can do about that. I don't know if if anybody else has something... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know you're pretty popular so you probably like know a bunch of stuff do you have any vampire friends <laughs> like these bitches are gonna help us so much for being discreet of course i don't have vampire friends that's disgusting <laughs> mean <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd heard enough about vampires now that Pearl is gone finally. You know, she was always going on about vampires, this, invading the elites, you know, replacing them with vampires. You know, always going on about that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Oh, you know, Madame Ogavia is always printing in her little magazines that it's a Lunas thing, the god Lunas, you know. He's putting vampires in all of the positions of power. Wait a minute. Conspiracy theory shit. Yeah, wait Ogavia. a minute. Uh, Astra, like, pats down the many pockets in her jacket and she pulls out a card that had been attached to a gift from a Madame Ogavia. A great fan of Astra's, I believe. Yeah, she liked my book, which means that she cannot be trusted. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Madame Ogavia. Okay, yeah. You know, I haven't read any of her work, but she's a huge, huge fan of my work, of course. But maybe I should. Aaron says, uh, you're not missing much. One of her favorite topics is Patty Hurts. (gasps) (laughs) Patty's just going to glare. Justin, (laughs) is Alec still brushing his teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Alec has a very thorough dental hygiene routine. A vampire would. Yeah, he stopped brushing his teeth, but you guys are all blocking the sink. He can't spit. He's just like been awkwardly like standing there with a mouth full of toothpaste as this yeah. goes on. Oh my God. <laughs> Gross. 
Uh, Self wants to go over to Chyla and Aaron, who are like being held up by the collar by Johnny or whatever. (laughs) And he says, listen, this is a misunderstanding. I would hate for two of Shadow and squads to not trust each other. Why don't we bury the hatchet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. No hatchets, guys. After all, we're all fighting for the same thing, aren't we? Shouldn't we give each other a little bit of latitude in the secret assignments we've been given? (laughs) (laughs) Aaron smiles sweetly at yourself and she goes, of course, I'm not going to actually fight with my dear friend, Patty Hertz. (laughs) I mean, this is just how we play. You know, it's just all in fun. And I'm not going to stop Astra from getting her teeth back because it's horrible to look at. So, you know, (laughs) we're fine. Well, then it sounds like everything's fine here. You're not going to go run your mouth off about literally anything that you've seen here. <laughs> or you're not going to tell anyone about any unusual body stuff that's happening with anybody here. We're all agreed, right? <laughs> usual body stuff. <laughs> Just usual body stuff. <laughs> well, I think I'm satisfied that Alec didn't take my teeth. Yeah, I think I'm pretty much convinced that he's not roaming the night slaughtering the working class of Mjolnir. You're not, right? Right? Oh, that's a good question. Did we ever actually ask him? Yeah, I think we did. Multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no matter how afraid Alec is of us, we're not the people he's the most scared of. And speaking of... Valentine Squad, I won't ask you for any collateral this time, but if we happen to hear that any of this got out, the four of us will know that it was the two of you. Yeah, they they nod. All right, well, that ended in such a friendly way. Yeah, we're all friends. (laughs) Just a little bit of intimidating our classmates. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty standard stuff. Okay. Oh, God, look at the time. I actually have to rush off to an unrelated appointment. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Don't follow. I'll dust you again if you try. Aaron and Shyla head back towards the rooms that they're staying in. Alec is going to get in bed and go to sleep if you guys leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. We're not apologizing to him, though. Our concerns were warranted. (laughs) Or to Shyla or to Aaron. No, no one's apologizing. (laughs) We might be the bad people here. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that banjo disappears after six minutes. The what? The banjo. The banjo disappears. It just disappears, okay. <laughs> and we were just kind of just walking around. Just for continuity if we never <laughs> mention it again. Well. <laughs> Good. You're hearing my dulcet non-Astra tones because it's the mid-roll break for the show. But instead of plugging our Patreon, patreon.com slash bcbparty, I'm here to plug an incredible actual play podcast that I'm a big fan of called Join the Party. 
like BCBP, it is an actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-bending storytelling, and collaborators who make each other laugh each week. And if you listen, they're going to make you laugh, too. DM Eric and his empathic players, Amanda, Brandon, and Julia, welcome everyone to the table. From longtime TRPG players to folks who've never played role-playing games before, it's extremely accessible. And if you're listening to our show, you're going to be able to slip right into the Join the Party group. They're just about to start an entirely new campaign, and they've been doing a lot of pre-prep work, which is a great place to jump into the podcast. The current campaign is a pirate story set in a world of plant and bug folks. They also have a ton of completed stories already from their camp pain which is a Monster of the Week game set in a weird summer camp. Campaign 2 was a modern superhero game, and Campaign 1 was a classic high fantasy story. So whatever your tastes run, they got something for you. Once a month, they also release The After Party, where they answer your questions about the show and also how they play the game, which is just a great resource, I think, for, for gamers or fans. If you already listened to the show, you probably heard that they mentioned us uh, in one of their setup set up episodes for their newest campaign i can't remember what they said exactly i think it was that we're the best pathfinder actual play podcast on the scene right now something like that i don't know anyway uh, i'm a big fan of the show and i think you would be as well if you gave it a chance so go ahead and do that pull up a chair and join the party search for join the party in their podcast app or go to join the party pod.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All 
on our way to the candy factory, is there any way that I can somehow reach out or attract the attention of the dentist? Because I would love to consult with him on this. <laughs> to the extent that I cannot make us so obvious that we garner unwanted attention, I would like to make myself somewhat obvious to the dentist <laughs> on the way to the factory. Absolutely. He does patrol the Noble District. I think that's you've got a good shot. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, why don't you make a perception check, Caitlin, uh, for keeping an eye out for the dentist uh, and just making yourself obvious. I won't make you roll for, like, anti-stealth. <laughs> anti-stealth. <laughs> <laughs> he's copying you, so you have a, a decent idea of uh, how he's going to operate, what ledge he's going to be perched on uh, staring down at the city <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> You can get in his head. <laughs> yeah, I wound up with a 30 on my perception check, so I think Whoa. I should be in good shape oh, for man. that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You see something bright flashing in the night. <laughs> a filling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys leave the Vilnit estate and head uh, south to the restaurant district towards the river where you find the Vilnit Candy Factory. It's this imposing purple building that sits at the edge of the river. Purple. The front of it is emblazoned with like a large golden V. There are two striped smokestacks, which occasionally like puff billowing clouds into the sky. Uh, and they seem really dense. And once you're closer, you can tell that it's actually just cotton candy. Yes, Justin. <laughs> See, like a couple birds fly into it and get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was going to say adorable. I love how it's like this industrial hellscape with pollution and damage to the wildlife, but it's also delicious candy. Okay, so the plan for the candy factory is you guys are going to stay at a distance. Whatever whatever you think hearing range distance, just slightly outside of that. If I need help, I'm going to cast minor image because that's long range, so I can do that. At a long distance, which is where you guys are going to be, I'll cast a minor image that'll let you know that I need help. So that's going to be the plan. And I'll just go in my own. I think it'll be really straightforward. He probably just wants some gold for teeth. <laughs> and we'll just do a quick swapsies and I'll be back for like five minutes. Money for teeth. Typical. Oh, like a tooth fairy. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to be the tooth fairy in this, and I'm getting my own teeth back, which kind of implies things about a tooth fairy that I don't want to think about. Is there a tooth fairy in Phanolin? Like, is it real? <laughs> oh. <laughs> tooth fairies are real in Phanolin. Oh <laughs> but they are like monsters, like fae monsters. Oh, cool. Oh, fuck, this better not be. <laughs> oh, no. Fae bullshit. Astro, what image are you going to send? I don't want us to have any room for confusion. Um, it'll be an image of me, but the only sound I'll be making is a really faint factory whistling. I love that. A shift change whistle. <laughs> food, food. That is not confusing. Thank you. Good. Okay, good. That was a good clarification, Zelf. Good head on your shoulders. Okay, now you guys wait here. I'm going to go just give my teeth real quick. If you don't come back, we'll follow you in. Donnie's like, wait a minute, Astra. And he like rubs his hands together. He's like, all right, no. So I've been thinking about this. This is something like, you know, I've been working on. I've never really tried this before. Oh. So, you know, I apologize. Uh, and Johnny is going to use his new Lay on Hands Mercy that he took at 6th yes. level. Ooh. So whenever I use Lay on Hands on a target, 
it also acts as the sanctuary spell. Wow. So it'll be a DC 16 will save to attack Astra so long as she doesn't do anything else. I'm so glad you took this. It's so cool. Wrapper in bubble wrap. <laughs> like, peace be with you, my friend. So long as you bring peace with you, it shall remain with you. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, bro. Sweet. This is such a flavorful Johnny spell. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. If if we're talking about gearing up, I also think Astra should take the buckler that we got from Ansel. The buckler? Oh, yeah, I forgot oh, the about that. The, the metamagic buckler. Ah. It lets you cast those instantly, and it's just a plus one buckler. Yeah, I think she would be overwhelmed at the idea of holding a shield. I think she would hold it in both hands <laughs> and just be like, I don't know what to do with this. No, it's it's fine. Stop fussing. You're like a bunch of mother hens. It's just like, you know, we don't usually send you off on solo missions. Like well, you. I'm perfectly capable. I was solo for a long time before I met you, Johnny. I'm going to be solo for a long time after, I bet. That was mean. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm sorry. Mean? I'm just stressed. I'm sorry. Are we hanging out for <laughs> No, 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 Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> Listen, we're friends. I said it before once, and now I'm saying it for a second time. We're friends. Okay. So you just have to trust that this is going to be fine. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's trying to downplay the seriousness of whatever the situation is after after genuinely hours of playing it up so much. <laughs> <laughs> So Astra kind of separating from the party uh, and walking up, you find that the the factory is closed for the night, but that the front gate is just slightly open to allow you to enter. Great. I squeeze through. I'm at high alert. <laughs> I'm going to cast Detect Magic on myself just so that I, I have that and can sort of sense when I come into contact of anything magic. And she's keeping a, a keen eye out for anybody there that looks like they might have her fucking teeth. So you approach the front of the factory and there is like a, a large double door uh, with a V on it. The V kind of splits as the doors open seemingly on their own to allow you to enter. You're in like the retail area. So there's a lot of cases of candy here. Some huge, some just like small, like bite-sized edible things. Most of them have some weak magic on them. Hmm. Cool. Even though it's dark, everything's closed. The, the colors are so bold <laughs> that uh, you can still see everything pretty clearly. And as you walk through the factory, it's like as soon as you start to get confused as to where to go next, like a door will open or a light mm. will turn on. That's kind of guiding you. You enter another retail space, but this one is not really publicly front facing. Um, this is like candy weapons uh, <laughs> and, and armor and things like that, like more strange candy inventions. Okay, the Candyland Armory <laughs> that you don't get to see in the board game. Next, you find yourself in the factory portion. So this is where they're actually making the candy and molding it. All of the machines are off, but they are all still like bright weird colors that is so eerie but you keep getting led even further and you find yourself walking out onto like a tiered metal balcony that uh is leading you down deeper into this room that seems to be some sort of like candy waste disposal but down <laughs> at the very very bottom you see like a bunch of pipes leading towards a large pool of what looks like chocolate 
and you see like a couple like things flittering around about the size of like a common bird. <laughs> the lights are on over the chocolate pool. Like that is your in destination. Okay. <laughs> Astra is going to keep her eye out. Can I tell what the things flying around it are? You said they were bird-like, but not birds, right? Uh, make a perception check, Astra. Okay, okay. Roll to 17 on perception. You can tell that they have iridescent wings and like perfectly round black eyes and clammy gray skin. Its mouth is disproportionately larger than the rest of its body. Otherwise, it's humanoid. It's constantly smiling like this wide, toothy grin, and you can see that its Ooh. teeth are all mismatched. No, it is a tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> As if they were taken from like different people and creatures and inserted into this thing's mouth. Oh, you can God. also see that... They're all wearing like little black and white pinstripe zoot suits. Uh, and some of them have like little fedoras. Oh my God. A couple of them are carrying like pliers that are about the same size as their body. Ooh, while wow. a, a, another few are carrying like these pellet guns. Hmm. Jeez. Tiny pellet Tommy guns, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Horrifying. Well, Astra will pull the lollipop that I think she probably stole on her way through the market area. <laughs> She's going to pop it out of her mouth and say, you guys are awfully small to have taken my teeth, but uh, I guess I shouldn't put it past uh, little fey buggers like you. <laughs> but did one of you write me a note? That doesn't seem like your MO. They float around you. A couple of them like clack the pliers at you menacingly. <laughs> and you start to remember that what you felt at the time was a nightmare that you were having. These are the creatures that paralyzed you and took your teeth that night. Ugh. And one of them says, the fairy godfather will see you now. Uh, oh and he points God. you over. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. Fucking fairy godfather. God damn it. Okay. I hate you, Justin. <laughs> I can't. I'm so delighted. Another one for name crimes. There's a, a larger tooth fairy who is about the size of like a human toddler <laughs> who otherwise looks exactly like the others, except he has like a, also a tiny little mustache. He <laughs> can barely keep himself up in the air because he's so much bigger than the rest of them. And he <laughs> floats loosely over to you and says, welcome to Milnor, Astor Blep. Your reputation precedes you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm certain I don't know what reputation you mean. <laughs> Is all this really necessary just to get my teeth back? You know what I like the most about you? <laughs> Blep, you're a businesswoman. That's why I asked you to come here tonight, because I think we can do business. Uh, we have something that you want. You have something that we want. What, um, what exactly is it that I have that you're looking for? Ah, you've got uh, the dentist interested. <gasps> the Tooth Fairy family, we've got a dentist <laughs> oh, no. problem. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, I see. I see. So you want I should uh, help you take care of your doctor problem? Yeah, he's a, he's a hard guy to track down. You know, I believe it. Hmm. And uh, just what are you intending to do with this uh, clot once you get him? He points over to where uh, a couple of the tooth fairies have, like, some poor sap, like, hooked up to a taffy pole and are, like, <laughs> turning it and, like, stretching him. 
uh, and you hear this guy like weakly scream. Okay, listen. Other than a clear thematic connection between you and the dentist, what is your actual beef with him? Is he knocking off some of your your customers or what? We've been in Milnor a lot longer than the dentist has been, uh, and we've got uh, a nice business going. You understand having a nice business, and then somebody shows up and just upsets it. You know, it's really costing us a lot having him here. Yeah, I bet he does seem to be putting the screws to a lot of your customers, those high high ranking people. Um, who boy, see. All right. Can I see the teeth? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he waves over one of the tooth fairies who who flits over uh with like a, a baggie and uh he opens it up and you do see uh, indeed your teeth are in the bag. Hmm. But you know what? I can do you one better than that, Astra. Oh, yeah? You know, I've got some premium teeth here. Oh, my God. You can take care of the dentist. <laughs> you considered upgrading? I've got celebrity teeth. <laughs> he has this actual Pathfinder item, which I'm putting in the chat. Uh, <laughs> that's called an elocution tooth. And you... Oh, my God. You can tell with your detect magic. If you put this in your mouth instead of your actual tooth... It will translate immediately any crude, poorly chosen words into the finest grammar <laughs> diction, Astra. Your excellent enunciation and polysyllabic utterances grant a plus four competence bonus on all of your diplomacy and perform oratory checks. Oh, shit. This is insane. Wow. Amazing. This is a really good item. That's such a good item, both for Astra's build and for me as a <laughs> podcaster who would really have a lot of fun. <laughs> Performing that. Oh, Justin, you shouldn't have. This is so good. Oh, Justin was like the most thematic and tempting <laughs> item possible. It's so true. Oh, it's great. God. What could it possibly cost you, right? It's just a simple favor. <laughs> I see. I see. That's a. An awful nice chomper you're putting on the line there. I'm really hep to what you're putting down. You want just some gum chewing on this guy? Like you just want his identity or uh, you want something worse done to him? Uh, we definitely want something worse. Oh, jeez. You don't have to kill him yourself, but uh, if you could get him here into our taffy pole, that would be the <laughs> ideal scenario. Okay. We just want to okay. stretch him. <laughs> we just want to make him laugh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we just want to make him a Laffy Taffy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello, welcome uh, you jokes. I love Laffy Taffy. All right, this is not a Laffy Taffy oh commercial. This is just my personal opinion. Oh, uh, boy, okay, yeah. Listen, um, I think we can do business, actually. You've made an awful good offer, and I've really got no, no real connection with the dentist. I mean, I'm certain we can track him down. You know, I've got some, uh, I'm not close to him, but I got some friends which are, of course. So I, uh, <laughs> I think we can do business. She'll offer her hand. Excellent. He reaches out and shakes it. He's got like a creepy, tiny little baby hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shakes her hand and, and smiles with his big, creepy smile. Uh, mismatch. Horrible jagged <laughs> teeth. Astra is just thinking about all of the failed deals that had to happen for him to have a mouthful of teeth like that. Right. 
<laughs> like all the people who weren't able to cut bargains or bring him the man that he was asking for uh, and didn't get to take their teeth home. And she's like, okay, great. Listen, uh, if I need to get a hold of you, is this the best um, place? Should I just come back here? Yeah, come after hours, though. Oh, of course, of course. Nice setup you've got here, right? Yeah. All the uh, candy you can eat? Or do you guys not eat candy because of your teeth? Or I guess you can just replace them. Personally, I- I'm not a candy guy myself. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Never touch this stuff. People of Milnor love it. Uh, that's our business, is, you know, we repackage the candy with the drugs inside. Oh, <laughs> that's so smart. Wait, I didn't get a drug lollipop, did I, right? This just has a Tootsie Pop in the middle? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't get those for free. Okay, thank God. Oh, boy. I was like, this is going to take a week. This has already been such a weird day. I can't even tell you. If you're willing to part with another one of your teeth, I can set you up with some great drug candy. <laughs> if you're willing to part with more teeth, I'll set you up with some drug candy. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Uh, Esther says, oh, no, you know, if I'm going to be doing business with you, I probably we should t- t- stick to one business at a time, you know. Um, may- <laughs> so maybe when I get the my teeth back, we can talk drugs. But, um, you know, we'll be clean for now. Are you a Vilnet? Are you related to them? Or are you just kind of crouching here? Maybe I know the Vilnets. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> OK, no, that's fair. That's fair. Your business is your business. And my business is my teeth, which you've stolen from me. Totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, this was a great meeting. I've had a lovely time. I'll see myself out. Appreciate working with you, Astra. The voices in the whispering woods that learn people's <laughs> names and repeat them all the time. They were right about you. <laughs> oh, oh, those guys, you can't listen to anything that they say. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Astra's just going to, like, back out. She'll nod. She, like, goes to bow, and then it's like, this isn't a bowing situation. She just, like, kind of, like, awkwardly half nods uh, and, and leaves. But she is going to steal, like, some caramel for the rest of the team on her way out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Man, I really expected Tenface. <laughs> ten oh, man. Tenface is still coming. <laughs> I can't believe Justin has resisted this long. I have self-control. Justin, we just met the fairy godfather, and you're telling us you've got self-control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Astro will walk up to the group looking furtive, but not maybe not more furtive than usual. <laughs> Astro walks up to the group. You notice nothing strange <laughs> out of the ordinary. <laughs> Her pockets are bulging with candy, and that's the only thing you notice. <laughs> yeah, she'll dig out and she'll she'll offer some like caramels and uh, little little lollipops and treats to the group and say, "Well, it was tooth fairies." And maybe that's obvious in hindsight, but uh, here we are, huh? Tooth fairies. Whoa. Did it get your teeth back? She'll flash her pearly whites and also um, empty red gums. (laughs) 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 See what's going on here? You see that? (laughs) (laughs) No, they kept it. They won't let me have them until I do a little errand for them. Okay, I've got to tell you. I've decided. I decided right now. I wasn't going to tell you, but I think I have to because I really don't know what I'm going to do about this. They they want me to deliver the dentist to them. They got beef and they want to hustle him into the earth for a dirt nap. 
Astra. I think they want to kill him. He's like our friend now. They want to kill him. They're tooth fairies and he's a dentist. Astra, Astra, slow down. Astra, slow down. I can't. I'm sugar high. (laughs) 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 She had one pocket full of candy and the other full of candy wrappers. And she just dumps a bunch of candy wrappers on the ground, too. Got a sugar high. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. She's very hyper. (laughs) She's low-key twitching. I don't know what to do about it. And they won't give me my teeth back unless I deliver them the dentist. And I need those teeth so you know me, you know I need all of my teeth. I really rely on those teeth for eating and smiling and being charming. It's my main stat. Zelf, you have to do something. Listen, Astra, I know how important a winning smile is. It's so important. Patty is not going to be on board with simply turning her new friend over to the the fairy mafia. What? But she Mm. would be on board with trying to like work with the dentist to bring them down under the guise of us turning him over to them. Okay, yes. I think I want to play this much like we played it with the man at the Thieves Guild who wanted us to hunt down Glorhand and Pearl and whatnot. Oh my God, because that that worked out so well. (laughs) That worked out amazingly. We weren't ready that time. Nobody died and we were successful. (laughs) It worked out for us. We got out alive. So I don't know how better you expected that to work. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's how I think Astra is thinking of playing this (laughs) is that she wants to find a way where they can fake maybe turning in the dentist uh, so that she still gets those cool magic teeth (laughs) that she did not tell the group about. (laughs) So I'm just going to say, why don't we make any further plans elsewhere? Oh, good idea, Zelf. A secluded alleyway away from the candy factory, maybe, yeah. Somewhere that's vigilante friendly. Patty, how do you get a hold of the dentist when you want to speak to him? Um, I, I mean, my understanding of the process was that he just kind of shows up. So nice. maybe if we just walk down this alley and we're like, wow, it would be wild if the dentist showed up right now. And I, Patty Hurts, would think it was really cool of him if he just swooped down off a rooftop. I'd be impressed. Great strategy. You feel like a breeze behind oh you, God. Patty, that kind of moves your beret a little bit. Yeah. And suddenly the, the dentist is uh, like leaning awkwardly on one of his giant toothpicks. It's like, hey, what's up, Patty? Oh, hey, Patty. This is so random. Did that work? Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe we ran into you here. So, hey, um, so some shit's going on. We have some important things to discuss with you. How about we take a little walkabout through the alleys while we chat? That'd be great. I had something to talk to you about too, Patty. Excellent. I've got a lead on Tin Faces gain. Oh, oh. oh. Tin Faces. Excellent. Very cool. I believe that Tin Face is planning to break into the Marth Mausoleum, which (gasps) is located in the catacombs beneath the city. Oh, is he? I thought we could, you know, check it out or something if you're free tomorrow night. Uh, If not, I get it. I'm sure you're really busy, you know. Probably dumb to even ask, right? Oh, no, I'm not dumb at all. I love mausoleums. They're my favorite. Um, That sounds very cool. Do you have any idea what Tin Face might be up to in there? What a creepy place to break into. Tin Face isn't like the other criminals in this city. 
while the restaurant district elites commit their evil deeds to bolster their own reputations and profits. As far as I can tell, Tin Face has gained just one's anarchy. Oh, God. But one of them has been asking around about a chocolate key that needs to be tempered at the Vilnet <laughs> Candy Factory, the only way to get in. Oh, weird. They're trying to fudge a copy. Stop. <laughs> <Unintended>. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's going to keep milking it, guys. <laughs> hey. <Chaster>. hey. <laughs> Didn't the mausoleum already get broken into? Are you sure your info isn't a little stale? Uh, you guys know that the tomb of the high chef oh, that's right. has been broken into, uh, and this is not public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's a different mausoleum. Yes. Yeah. A different place, but also requires a chocolate key to be tempered at the candy factory. Interesting. Fascinating. So we've got some parallel grave robbing going on, huh? They do say that the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. Not to commit more crime, though. I don't think that's what that <laughs> saying is. Well, guys, I, for one, always embrace the opportunity to make new friends and work with a new comrade. <laughs> I think we could kill two birds with one stone here. We could see what's going on with Tin Face and maybe look for some clues about the other grave robbery while we're at it. Yeah. What's the other grave robbery? I don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, we're not at liberty to say. It's official Patty Hart's business, man. I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think you maybe met um my friend slash roommate slash teammate slash classmate, Astra. Um, she's the one with all the beads. I think you met her earlier. She's got a situation going on. Astra, you want to show him? Um... <laughs> So you might have noticed, you've been so polite not to say, you might have noticed I'm missing two of my teeth. Uh, and it's This is awkward. I'm, I'm not an actual dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have any dental training. No, 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 no. I don't need your dentist's help. What a time to worry about awkwardness. <laughs> um, I have been contacted by some people who want to speak with you. Possibly more than just speak with you. Possibly they their words are bullets in a in a metaphorical or literal sense. They want to kill you, I think, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like criminals. They're extorting me. And I need those teeth, the dentist. I need them. <laughs> and you're like a crime fighter, so isn't it kind of your responsibility to help people in need, which I am? What do you know about the tooth fairies? Oh, I didn't even say, oh my God, Zelda. I didn't even <laughs> say it was the tooth fairies. Thank you. Yes, it's the tooth fairies. I'm very familiar with the Tooth Fairy Mafia. They've been spreading their candy drugs and around the streets of Mjolnir. Candy drugs? Is it candy or is it drugs? Do you know? It's both. Kids, they say sugar is addictive. <laughs> and Astra just ate a lot of it. So much. <laughs> so much. I am getting a tummy ache. <laughs> do we think Ten Face is in with the Tooth Fairies? Or do you think they don't know that the Tooth Fairies are squatting in the factory? Yeah, are they at odds? Normally they wouldn't work together. But the Tooth Fairies uh, would have access to the Vilnet Candy Factory. And so they may have to work with them to get the key made. Oh, okay. So you think there's some sort of alliance? A tenuous one, at best. Whoa. It must be some really crazy stuff in the Marth Mausoleum that would, like, cause them to work together, right? Usually bad dudes, like, instantly set upon each other. Like, at any, like, sign of weakness. So, like, they, like, need to get in. Where do we come in? 
Do we interrupt them at the factory or at the mausoleum? Where's our ideal ambush? Dentist will defer to Patty. Yes. <laughs> as much as I would love to like nip this in the bud and cut them off before they can even create the key, I'm a little concerned about us having to take on the tin face guys and the tooth fairies at the same time at this factory. I don't know. I think we might have a better chance of figuring out what's going on if we do things sneakily, if we spy on them at the mausoleum and maybe catch them in the act. But Hmm. Then again, I'm a sneaky gal, and I know some of us, like <laughs> Johnny here, not the sneakiest. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to defend himself, but, you know. Uh, an odd moment of self-awareness on Johnny's part. <laughs> I think you're right that the tactical choice would be to get the jump on them while they're isolated at a at a mausoleum. Great. But a battle in a candy factory would be cool, right, though? We, we all agree. I mean, it would be really fun. It would be... be I'm not even cool. going to act like it wouldn't be fun, guys. You know how badly I want to push somebody into a vat of something? Yes! <laughs> I don't know, Patty. How badly is that? Oh, it's real bad, Zelf. It's real bad. I want to put somebody in a taffy puller. <laughs> oh, I love it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You don't think that would be cool? I think they'd get hurt. <laughs> Bless your heart. Now, self, Johnny, Mausoleum Candy Factory, what's your thoughts? Yeah, dude, definitely down to stop some bad guys from grave robbing. As much as I'd love to get the backdoor tour of the Vilnet Candy Factory, I think it would give the home field advantage to the Tooth Fairies, who nominally think that you're cooperating with them. I would never, of course, but... <laughs> uh, wait, do we know what they're taking out of the mausoleum? I mean, I guess it can really only be one thing, but would, do we know exactly what part of the body they're after? <laughs> well, we don't know. It's the same criminals. There's just a strong correlation between somebody taking a chocolate key to sneak in. But one has to ask... If they used a tempered chocolate key to get into the Vilnet mausoleum, why wouldn't they just have made two then? The dentist will kind of lean in and say, did somebody break into the tomb of the high chef? Well, this is a secret, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not a secret among friends. Aww. Are you you open with him about the details? Oh, yeah. Self doesn't totally trust the dentist, (laughs) but probably an equal amount to the amount that he trusts the Vilnets, who he assumes are just using him. If not because they have something to hide, then just because they're nobility. Hmm. It doesn't sound like Tin Face to steal the high chef's finger. Uh, Since none of them are chefs, they would have no use for it. Hmm. Unless they're the middlemen. That's my thought. Someone is doing something nefarious and has hired some muscle to do the dirty work. Bro, weren't (laughs) you the one just saying that, like... The roots of Mjolnir itself are corrupt and rotten, so, like, we don't know who knows how far this could go. But there are far more evil chefs in this city who could actually benefit. And maybe he is uh, working for somebody else, but that just means that there is a chef behind it all. Well, so we don't know what they're taking from the mausoleum, is the long and short of it, right? Right. It might be body parts, or it might be treasure, or some kind of family heirloom or relic well there's one way to find out guys all right my enameled friend we will see you at the entrance to the catacombs ready to kick some butt
Thank you, as always, to everybody who's been listening and sharing the show. It really means so much to us when you share it to people you think are going to like it, because then they get to listen to a show that they're going to really like, and we get a new audience member. It's really win, 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 win. And a special thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers, without whom we would not be able to continue making the show. And as a reminder, you can post character questions in the Patreon or on the Patreon Discord, and we'll add them to the list of character questions we ask. We've got a heck of a list that we've been working through, but, you know, we could always use more. What are your burning questions for the characters? Ask us! Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, and me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber, this episode edited by Justin Green. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.